Hey you, welcome to the Even in Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So I'm excited to share with you um, another episode of the podcast where I'm going to bring scripture to life and show you how to apply it to your life even in weight loss. And so if you can hang until the end of the episode, I imagine I'm probably going to have Christian life coaching for weight loss questions because I'm already thinking of them. Like the scripture I'm about to share with you, I can already see the questions that like would help me to get unstuck with weight loss. But through the um, this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you just some like I don't even know that these are Christian life coaching insights as much as they're just insights from my own journey in terms of like where I started to notice that what I was eating and what I was running to in the form of alcohol was really filling filling a void in my life that could have only been filled by God. And so as a result, well, anyhow, let me just dive in. So today, this episode is kind of inspired by Philippians 4, 12, and 13. Philippians 4, 12 says, I know how to live. This is Paul talking. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is on a full stomach or an empty stomach with plenty or with little. And I love how Paul is really teaching us like real secrets there that we need to pay attention to and draw upon for our own life, right? Like he's telling us that he learned the secret to living in every situation, whether it is on a full stomach or empty with plenty or little. And how much is that a lesson for us? Because Paul's secret really in the context of everything is, you know, well, let me just reveal this. Philippians 4.13 goes on to say, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And so Paul's secret here is God, is Christ, right? Like Paul's secret was in how he draws, or rather how he was drawing on Christ's power for strength. Like Christ who gives me strength, Philippians 4.13, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me. So Paul's saying, I'm too weak. I can't do this. And so when I think I can't do this, I'm right. And so that's when he would go to Christ for power. He would go to Christ for strength, right? And that's how he like learned to rely on God, God and his promises. I mean, 412 is is basically Paul showing us that like God is promising that he will provide our needs. God told Paul, you know, that I, Paul tells us rather that I can live on everything or nothing because I know God is going to provide. And so that is the moral of the lesson for us. God's promises and Christ's power is all we need. Like God promises, like he does in the scripture, 412 and 413, to provide for our needs, that we just need to recognize that Christ's power is what we need to go to when our power seems obsolete, right? So Paul was focused and he shares with us in Philippians, he's focused on what he was just supposed to do, not the fluff, not everything he felt that he should have or maybe wanted. You know, we don't ever see Paul talking about that. 
And how much are we like that? We're constantly desiring the fluff, right? We're constantly wanting what we can't have. Paul was focused on what he was just supposed to do, the call on his life, the will of God on his life, just what he was supposed to do, not what he felt that he should have. And that is a profound lesson. I hope you're leaning into this. I mean, think about it. Paul's priorities are completely straight, right? Like they're in alignment with like the eternal and what God had him focused on. And he lived like in the fullness of knowing that God is going to provide for him. As long as he's doing God's will, he has an assignment on his life. God is going to provide everything he needs in order to fulfill that. He like separated, disconnected, he detached himself, himself from what was not essential so that he could really focus on the eternal. And that's what we need to do too. We need to stop focusing on the non-essentials in our life, in our lives that keeps us focused in this temporal world, this temporal existence, and instead go higher and focus on the eternal. So how can you do that? Like, you know, how can you stop focusing on what you're wanting all the time, you know, and wanting more and wanting more? And I remember this because wanting more is our human nature. Like we can't stop seeing how everybody else has more. Social media constantly flaunts it. And wanting more, like wanting the non-essentials, when we're full and not even hungry and wanting to go for ice cream, when we're full and not even hungry and um, agreeing to you know, have nachos and sit down with your husband and watch TV, even though you've already eaten and even though you're on a you know, you're, try, you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to be obedient to your meal plan, whatever. Wanting more is like just this, it's a longing to fill this empty void. This is my opinion now. It's this longing to fill this empty void, this empty place in our lives where we go to the wrong things. Like my empty void, when I think about my weight loss journey, let me just take you back. My empty void, my empty space was like acceptance you know, just being real with you. My life has always been one of, you know, rejection. I'm sure yours is too, right? Like we're all just creatures of, you know, thinking and feeling and people hurt our feelings all the time. And we have thoughts about it. And we, you know, start to walk in these, these wounds and these things that shape our identity, right? Whether they're perceived or real. And so for me, when my weight became uncontrollable, like it really was a form of rejection for me. And I would then like go to food and alcohol, like food was my comforter and alcohol was for numbing out the ways that I felt rejected by, you know, my size. Like no more did I feel attractive. No more did I feel like I had control over anything in my life because I couldn't control my weight. And so I was frustrated by that. And I would go to food for comfort and I would go to alcohol to numb out how uncomfortable I was. Like does that even make any sense, right? And I would run to these things and these things gave me what I wanted in that moment, which was relief and escape. And in reality, these things stole from me. Like I just wanted the immediacy of relief. And so I just would seek it out in my flesh on my own completely void of God. And that's when I realized my void was really only able to be filled by God. And only he could fill what I was missing. I kept filling it with nachos. I kept numbing it with wine. But God was the only one 
who could fill what I was missing. All right, so on the other side of this really quick commercial break, we'll be right back after I share a quick message about the Seekers Method or my new workbook or, you know, working with me and all of those things. And I'm going to have some Christian life coaching for weight loss questions. I want to help you to just bring Philippians 4, 12, and 13 like to life and apply it to your life, in, even in weight loss. And I'll be right back to do that. Hey, you, if you are somebody struggling on your weight loss journey and you know that you don't really have a weight loss problem, you have an obedience problem, maybe you have a thinking problem, something where you're constantly trusting your thoughts about a situation, like maybe you're in stressful situations at work and so you think that you deserve to relax and eat whatever you want to eat. Or maybe you're somebody who, you know, you have this amazing resolve in the morning, but as the day wears on, you're weakened in your resolve. If that is you, and you've been thinking about the seekers method, and maybe you just don't have the financial means right now to make that investment to change your life and to work with me and to join the women, um, you know, in the seekers method where you get monthly group coaching, maybe you're just not in that position. If that is you, I encourage you, go check out my website, sherrycapilla.com. I have a host of different workshops that I teach where I teach you how to do small things and you can just make, you can just pick a workshop that meets you where you where you have a need. Or I spent so much time writing my first book and it's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss and it's a journaling companion. It's a workbook. You can get it on Amazon. Just go to amazon.com and type in The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss. You'll find my workbook there. And what this workbook does is it helps you to bring scripture to, to life, to it prompts you with journal prompts by me asking you Christian life coaching for weight loss questions, questions that will completely free you and help you to really just stop conforming to the patterns of your old thoughts, to your old dieting ways, the patterns of the world, and so that you can start to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you want to step into mind renewal, do what so many women in the Seekers Method are already doing pick up that journaling companion or attend one of my master classes or get one of my master classes off of my website and start stepping into the next level of mind renewal, even in weight loss. Hey you, welcome back. All right, so let's get to your Christian life coaching for weight loss questions. So, you know, we've been talking about Philippians 4, 13 for, well, actually 12 and 13, where Paul is showing, to, showing us how he really is able to live on almost nothing or, you know, at times when he has everything, because he's learned that the secret to living in every single situation, whether it's with a full stomach or an empty stomach, with plenty or little, is because he knows that God has promised to provide for him. He goes on to say in Philippians 4, 13, that he can do everything through Christ who strengthens him, right? And so he knows that he can rely on God's promises and he can rely on Christ's power. And that applies to you and I. So my Christian, my first Christian life coaching for weight loss question for you is, where do you need to stop drawing on your own power and start drawing on Christ's power, right? Like, where do you keep just doing what you want to do instead of asking God to help you do what you should do, right? I mean, think about that. And so the next question for you is, what can you start doing to rely on God's promises? Like his promises to provide his strength where you're weak. And if you're in the thinner circle, you know, or in the seekers method, you know, for this phase one right now, we're meditating on 2 Corinthians 12, 9. 
So where do you need to go to him when you're weak? And where, what could like just, what could you start doing to just rely on God's promises and Christ's strength? And how could you, how could you commit to doing God's will daily, even in weight loss, right? Like, you know, I mean, is it his will for you to float through life and to focus on what is going to bring you physical and spiritual and emotional harm? No, it's very likely that God wants you free from sin, to recognize that you're free from the strongholds that are plaguing you, the things that are weighing you down. So if it's God's will for you to eat healthy and to seek him and to seek his kingdom above all things and to go to him when you're weak instead of going to food and alcohol, how can you commit to doing his will every single day, even in weight loss? I mean, Apply God's word to your weight loss journey. This isn't about vanity. This is about you applying his word and stepping into freedom, stepping in and laying hold to the freedom that Christ died to give you and applying it to where you are currently a slave to sin. My next question, um, let me see, I think I'm on number five right now. What could change if you focused on what you're supposed to do versus what you want to do, like Paul, right? So what could change? Like if you just focused on what you're supposed to be doing versus what you want to do, right? I mean, what could, uh, so much could change. And so my next question, I think there's probably going to be like seven or eight, well, maybe. My next question is, how could going to God Like when you feel weak, when you feel, you know, tempted, whatever it is, how could going to God help you to detach from the non-essentials on your weight loss journey? And think about it. Like what are those non-essentials that you're, you know, desiring on a daily basis? Like what essentials, like what is, what are your essentials? I guess I should ask. Like, what are the essentials? What are the things that you need to eat and do daily? And from that, what's the fluff? What are the non-essentials that you keep seeking? And what are your daily priorities? And what are the things that you keep doing that you need to stop doing? Like, go back, play this over. Go back through those. I mean, I don't really, you know, have anybody that can type out the notes to this girl, because I don't have that kind of income. (laughs) Um, This is a labor of love. This is my ministry to just help you. So what are the essentials that you should be doing that, you know, Paul focused on on a daily basis? And what are the non-essentials that Paul detached himself from that you need to start detaching yourself from, right? So, I mean, I know this was a lot and that's because a lot more goes into your weight loss journey than just weight loss. This is all about you learning to pay attention to what you're thinking about, to pay attention to the wrong things that you're focused on, right? Because weight loss isn't just about what you're eating. It's a lot about also, you know, like what's eating you, right? So what do you keep believing? What do you keep thinking and trusting and believing? And why are you allowing your thoughts and beliefs to boss and bully you around to the point of being a victim, being ensnared, being a slave to food, being, you know, focused on the non-essentials. Why are you, why do you keep allowing those old patterns and keep doing all of those old wrong things? Like, why do you keep 
taking the bait of Satan, even on your weight loss journey, right? So in this case, you know, and in all of the cases, really, Jesus is your example. Jesus resisted temptation, like the temptation, the tempter was speaking to him in the wilderness in Matthew 4, 4. Jesus resisted temptation, the temptation to sin, because he not only knew scripture, but he also obeyed it. The same must be true for you if you want to see the power and strength of, of Christ in you, even in this area. This is not about your willpower. God, Jesus drew from his spiritual knowing and he spoke to the tempter. You and I are no different. I mean, Paul in Philippians 4.13 tells us how he drew on Christ, on Christ's example. And he saw Jesus as the way. Jesus is the way for us too. You just need to apply his way his way of doing every single thing, his power, his strength, all of it. You need to apply his way to the areas of your life where you feel the weakest and where you need to be saved on a daily basis. Because Christ gives you strength to say yes when no is hard and no when yes is hard, even in weight loss. Hey you, I hope this podcast met you where you are. Now I would encourage you, if you're struggling on your weight loss journey, go to my website, sherrycapilla.com. You can find out information there on how to work with me. I'm, I'm opening up more VIP so that you're able to work with me one-on-one -on -one in any area of your life. It doesn't have to be just weight loss. If you're interested in weight loss, get in my group coaching program. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss. I go through it a couple of times a year and I lead women. I'm with you on your weight loss journey. I can help you in ways that you might be stuck and unable to help yourself through applying God's word to your life so that you can be free from whatever it is that is keeping you stuck. Um, you can even, like I mentioned in the commercial break, pick up my journaling companion, whatever it is. If you're needing support, the Seekers Method might be the way to do it because now in the Seekers Method, we have um, monthly, two times a month, we meet via Zoom through what I like to call the thinner circle. These are our group coaching accountability calls where we get together and we talk about what's working for each other and what's not working. And we come together in a mastermind and we just help lift each other up. We do fasting and praying together. And it's just, it's life transformation because this life journey, this sanctification that you're going through after you've been saved as a Christian is about so much more than just this temporal existence. It's about our lives being gained in Christ. So if you are somebody who wants to be transformed from the inside out, then this might be your season. Go to my website, get on the wait list, um, start subscribing to my podcast. My podcast, you can find it for free. <clears throat> just wherever you listen to podcasts, go find the podcast, Even in Weight Loss with Sherry Capilla. Why is it called that, Even in Weight Loss? It's called that because as I started reading God's word, he started revealing to me how everything in his word applies to us, even in weight loss.